This is the Lights On Show. My name is Jacob Morissette. I'm an honor student at Boise State University, and this is my podcast centered around turning the lights on. I go and talk to -to day-to-day professionals to learn how they've mastered their craft. We go in-depth on the inner workings of their perspective, their process, and their strategies, all in the hopes of inspiring others. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the Lights On Show. Um, As I mentioned last week, I am now officially in school at Boise State, and this is my first full, complete week here. So I got here, uh, not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before that, and now it's Friday, well, now it's Saturday, uh, about a full week and a half. In this episode, I just want to talk about some of the things I have experienced and some of the things I've learned, so that way maybe if any of you guys end up going to school or maybe you are currently in school uh, and maybe you don't know all the ins and outs, maybe I can kind of uh, spruce something up so that way you can uh, potentially succeed uh, better. So the first point that... I really want to emphasize is don't be a total hard butt. Like, don't be so gun ho and cocked up on yourself. Um, college is a new experience for everyone. And although, yes, you may have made it, yes, you may have made it to uh, a UC school, maybe you made it into an honors program like myself, or maybe you're, maybe you got a full ride scholarship for academics and you're, you're a pretty smart kid. Um, you're still going to need help. And a cool exercise that we did as part of the honors program is we did this blindfolded, like, trust kind of maze thing. And so let me describe it real quick. So basically, and then I'll explain why it relates to not acting so gung-ho about yourself. Um, so real quick, so college is full of resources. Um, colleges have... Uh, they have study sessions, they have office hours for professors, you have peers and friends that will help you throughout your classes, you have just YouTube period, you just have the humility to study, so there's lots of ways to become smarter and to actually succeed in your classes. So now back to the example. So as part of like the little honors orientation that we did uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and technically not Friday, but so it was a maze, but it wasn't a typical maze. It was a hexagon maze. And so basically what it was is they had six stakes all around each other uh, making a hexagon, and then they had one stake in the middle, like a wooden stake. They pounded them in the ground. And then what they did is they tied a bunch of ropes between the whole hexagon, like kind of like in a circle, and then they connected a bunch of ropes from – like corner to corner from the outside to the inside and just kind of making this bunch of ropes and they had us be blindfolded so we took bananas we covered our eyes and and then we uh we were led like around the corner so we didn't actually see the maze at first we were blindfolded led around a corner and then we're told to hold on to the rope and to find our way out and then they specifically emphasize a lot the entire time, yelling, if you need help, just raise your hand. Like, if you need help exiting the maze, just raise your hand. Just continuing to do it and do it and do it. And then what they would also do is they would also announce everyone's name that successfully made it out of the maze. 
Um, so now you might be wondering, well, how is this a maze if it just has a hexagon with strings and they tell you to follow the strings around? Like, how are you supposed to get out? That's the point, is that if you are just by yourself and you never ask for help like they emphasized, you would never understand that you were on the outside of the maze. Because you should be holding a rope and there's tons of ropes all over you and you're tripping on them and you're, you're running into people. So you never actually knew what was happening and the um i think that this was really uh, a good example for at least honor students because like i said we some honor students may be a bit more gung-ho about themselves not wanting to ask thinking that they can do everything they want thinking that they control whatever they do and so this exercise really helped to solidify the fact that we're going in blind college although it may still be an awesome experience we may be as prepared as we can be for it we're still going in blind and we may think we're going the right direction but we're not or we may not be going the right or we may think we're not going the right direction but we may be going the right direction and um so we had to ask for help and after we asked for help the one of the leaders or we call them peer mentors basically there's upperclassmen the upperclassmen would come and grab our hands and just pull us underneath the rope, which would just be just outside of the hexagon, and then they would announce that we made it. And so, again, the whole purpose is just to humiliate ourselves, you know, respectfully humiliate ourselves, so that we can understand that although we may be honor students or though we may be prepared, is that we're still going to need help. And it's not wrong to ask for help. Helping, asking for help can help you to succeed you know um for example there used to be a post from my old high school that said behind every behind every great there's a teacher that taught them and the great as in um a person um in the context of like a noun um there's a teacher behind them that taught the that person no one is truly self-made yeah you can be pretty self-sufficient you can be someone who has found help themselves and hasn't been given help like without asking and you know that's fine everyone has their own ways of learning but there is truly no one person that is 100% self-made it I mean it's nearly impossible to uh, to do that so definitely a good uh, some good food for thought Um, whether you're in school or whether you're getting a new job they may be really qualified for. It's just finding humility in asking for help or finding humility and being able to um, express frustration, Um, being able to understand the difference between healthy grit, um, the grit that will help you to grow and help you become stronger, like struggling and then getting better at it, versus endlessly beating your head against a brick wall and eventually going bloody in the forehead. Um, so it's definitely something to think about and to uh, ponder and to, to practice uh, when you get into a new position of, uh, I guess, just going in blind, kind of like the experience with college or getting a new job. Um, the next point I want to emphasize is meal plans. Um now, this is my personal opinion, and this is my personal experiences with the way my diet works, and uh, this is kind of like a two-parter, um, but I recommend definitely going with the unlimited meal plan. Um, if your college offers one, I would say go for it, um, but I would only say go for it if you're the type of person who, um, and I think this may 
mainly pertain to males, maybe, maybe not so much to to women, um, just because a lot of dudes may be trying to get like super beefcakes, and obviously we need a lot of calories for that. Um, but at least for my my through my own personal experience, is I eat a lot, and I burn a lot of calories, and I'm constantly trying to. Uh, workout and trying to increase my stamina, trying to increase my strength, and I'm doing two-a-day gym visits uh, this entire week. I've done, well, actually, this entire, like, week and a half, and I definitely plan on continuing it for a long time. Um, so in that context, I would 100% recommend the unlimited meal plan that your school offers. So uh, through Boise, we get... It's not technically unlimited, but we get like 100 meals a week, and we can swipe our meal cards every 30 minutes, which basically is unlimited. Like, that's a a lot, a lot of food. Um, so that way you can just, so you can get first, second breakfast, you can get first, second lunch, and you can get first, second dinner. Like, for example, I swiped my meal card yesterday like seven times, and it's just because I was hungry. Like, I'm genuinely just hungry all the time. I'm constantly eating food. Um, now, granted, some people, like, I know some people that are really small. Uh, they don't eat a lot. Or maybe they uh, maybe they live uh, off campus or all, all those sorts of types of things. And, and those are great. You can definitely get the limited meal plans uh, in those contexts. But I, I want to just really let people know that the unlimited meal plan, although maybe a little bit more expensive at first... It may be worth in the long run. So definitely something to consider um, when going to a new university, looking into what type of meal plans they have, and really actually trying to think. And not just think about with your wallet, but think about um, the way that you're going to be eating and the system that you want to have in college. Like right now, my this freshman year, I don't want to cook at all. I don't want to have to sit there and make a single meal. I'd way rather be at the gym, way rather be studying, way rather be out with friends, playing video games. Like I have my priorities shifted a little bit just because that's like something I had to think about. Um, also, if you're someone like me who eats like six meals a day, that's really expensive to pay for without the meal plan. So uh, for example, the difference between the 14 meal a week meal plan and the unlimited meal plan, plan, I think it's like $300 a semester. I probably, like, okay, so so far this week, I've swiped my card 30 times. That's twice what the 14 meals a week is. And it's technically not even the end of the week. Um, and so just, just to me, in, in hindsight, or I guess, yeah, in hindsight, if I would have gone with the 14 meal uh, meal plan... I would have to go out and buy food, and then that would continue to roll over more than the $300 upgrade is. So definitely just from some food for thought uh, to think about is a meal plan and kind of what type of person you want to be in college um, physically. Um, it's definitely a really good thing to think about. Um, and then to add on top of that is the rec center uh, or the gym or whatever your school ends up calling it. I'm pretty sure most schools are going to have a dedicated student um, rec center that has uh, weights and has a basketball court. They probably will have swimming and like racquetball stuff. Um, yeah, most schools are going to have that. Um, and I would recommend using it. You pay for it in your tuition, you might as well use it. Even if you're someone who's never lifted before, even if you're someone that's never been active uh, before, now is a great time. 
you finally being able to move out and experience and express yourself your own way. Uh, and I think exercise is a great, uh, a great option for a lot of people. Like exercise isn't really something you can debate about, like whether or not you kind of want to do it. Like everyone's body can benefit from exercise, even people that uh, may have physical disabilities, like they have uh, like they're paralyzed from the waist below or I mean there's there's lots of examples that are s- like lots of circumstances that can still benefit from a healthy and physical um I guess uh, activities and yeah and you pay for it like the reason why students have free gym access is because we pay for it through our tuition I'm um, pretty sure most schools are like that. So definitely would recommend uh, taking full advantage of the rec center. They have staff that will answer all your questions. Pretty much all the college students, like at least here, no one cares. Like no one cares if you're a beginner. No one cares if you swim like an idiot because you have never really swam before. People don't care if you don't understand how body mechanics work and you lift like a total idiot. Like most people don't care and Obviously, you can continue to improve yourself. That's something you really want to do. Like when I first started lifting, uh, which I'm not trying to like flex, I'm a big beefcake because I'm really not. But when I first started lifting, I looked stupid. But now I actually kind of know what I'm doing. And so if you're really into it, you can just progress and then you just become a normal. Like just because you're new now doesn't mean you're going to be new in two weeks. You're just become a normal everyday gym goer. So like there's no point on even being scared. But really, people are not going to be, they're not going to be judging you. Like, I don't know. I mean, most people just don't really, they just don't really care um, what you're doing. They're just going to want to be left alone, and then you'll be left alone, and then you'll just be able to work out. It'll be great. Um, The next thing is meeting people. So, obviously... We're going to college or we're getting a new job and we're going to be meeting a lot of new people. And in my personal experience, the way that I go about doing this is just being the wacky guy. Just kind of going up to people in your hallway by, yo, what's up, high five. Just being really open to try to meet people. Now, I understand that some people uh, may be introverted and may not want to share uh, their name, or they may not want to meet people just because they're scared. Um, and you got to tough it up, Buttercup. You, it's going to be so much easier if you know the people that are around you. Uh, like I said before, with studying, there are plenty of opportunities to to meet smart people or to meet people that are like-minded and to have them help you through problems and just to have people to express yourself and just to have someone to go eat a meal with so you don't feel so lonely. It makes makes life a lot easier when you at least know someone. I mean, humans are social. We're social creatures. We are very social. We need um, interaction with others um, so we don't go freaking crazy. Um, and again, college is a, is a way to, to find yourself, and it's a way to learn new things and you can't learn new things if you're always trapped in one area never experiencing everything never experiencing anything never trying anything new never trying to meet that cute girl cute dude that's on your floor um so all you have to do is just i don't know just don't even think about it just let it count one two three 
and then go up and meet someone or go up and give someone a high five. Like that, honestly, I do the high five all the time with people on my floor. Um, like we'll be walking across each other because I live pretty much as far down away from the elevator that you can get. And so I'm always constantly walking past people that live a little bit closer. And I'll just kind of give them a little high five, boom, bop, bang. And it's super simple. That's all you have to do. And that way you just become a little bit more, more familiar with people that you live next to. You're able to get a good leeway into actually making a full interaction with someone, not just a, a split-second high-five. Like, those are easy. Um, so definitely practice those, and then you can easily get into actually walking up, shaking their hand, introducing yourself, seeing what they actually like, and maybe potentially be becoming friends or maybe be potentially um, being study partners. Maybe that study partner will help you graduate. Like, there's so many things you just can't predict um, that will happen once you finally start to find friends. Uh, and probably the last thing I want to talk about um, that's super important when you're going to a new environment that you've never really experienced before is growing some thick freaking skin. Growing and developing the ability to not care. Um, that sounds kind of harsh, but when you get into a new territory that you've never been in before, there's going to be lots of things that you disagree with. There's going to be lots of people that you don't like. There's going to be lots of policies you don't like, just a lot of classes you don't like, a lot of professors, a lot of teaching styles, a lot of ways that people like to interact with others. You're just going to be upset. And I've stated this before, but living in a life full of hatred is no life to live at all. It's just a terrible way to live. And from what I've realized in this first week of classes is that a lot of these stupid classes are all like discussion-based, at least for general education classes. Um, there's a lot of people that feel really entitled to their opinion. There's a lot of people that aren't going to have thick skin. They're going to retaliate. They're going to be really defensive. There's going to be people that have completely opposite views of yours and will be aggressive, or maybe they are just trying to toy with you. Um, and you have to learn to just deal with it. You have to learn to not lash out, to not be upset by it. Um, and I only mention this not because I really have this problem because I have developed that skill just to not really care about what anyone else has to say. If I really don't want to listen to it, I won't listen to it. Um, but I just feel like there are a lot of people, you can just kind of tell when someone's like really kind of antsy or like defensive or like kind of has like a really strong self entitlement and they've kind of given themselves and you just got to watch out for those people. Just just take it because they just – those are the people that, that you just don't really want to um, to engage. You don't want, you don't want to um, feed them and because obviously you can only control yourself. You can't control others, um, but you don't want to feed them. You just want to be able to take it. Just – I mean you can try to understand what they're trying to have to say. You can try to – um, make the best out of a bad situation. But at the end of the day, don't allow those type of people to literally make you mad, like to actually affect your emotion. Because then they win and you're sad. And it's so much easier to excel in college, to excel in a social um, lifestyle when you're just able to toss stuff off when you need it. 
So I would definitely recommend that. Um, and then also, like kind of like a couple side notes, definitely use Google Calendar. Google Calendar is a lifesaver. Not really a lifesaver, but it's really awesome. So I put my entire schedule on Google Calendar. I have it on my, my phone, my iPad, my computer. I have it send me notifications. It's super awesome. This is not a sponsorship because I'm not even that big to have sponsorships. But Google Calendar, awesome. You can set reminders, you can set tasks, you can set your events, you can have it loop every week, you can have it loop every other week. It is awesome, and it's a super-duper good resource, especially since, like, the way that professors give out homework, like, they just kind of tell you, and then you just kind of have to do it. It's not like it's real. It's not like they hand you a worksheet and say, "All right, you know, do problems one through six by the time um, next class is." It's like no, like you just kind of have to figure it out um, specifically what you need to know before the next lecture. Um, and when you have Google Calendar um, or any type of other um, organization device, it just really helps to whip out your phone real quick, uh, jot it down, and then you have a reminder, and you can set the reminder for like three hours before it's due. And that way you're like, oh, wait, what the heck? I only have three hours to finish this? Boom, and you can just get it done. Uh, so we're super, super useful. That's why I would recommend Google Calendar over a planner um, because it is able to send you reminders, and you can color code it really easily. It's just a really good resource to have. And other than that, though, I don't really have anything else. Um, but just have fun. That's what we're we're here to do. We're here to be uh, be adults and and uh, do our own thing. So anyways, that will be it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do for next week's episode, but we're going to figure it out. All right, and peace.